did you feel it? It happened, whether you felt it or not. It wasn't exactly a seismic event. It was more like a bowel movement. On July 18th, we celebrated the fourth anniversary of this show. Over the past four years, we've seen crypto go up and crypto go down. We've had the opportunity to interview some of the greatest minds in the blockchain and crypto world, and we've been blessed to see the Republic of Bad Cryptopia grow to be a vibrant, active community. Today, we take a walk down memory lane, remember some of the great guests and the not-so-great guests that we've had on the show, and read some listener feedback, along with some other musings. You're part of our family, and we wouldn't have the success we've had without you, so consider this a tribute to you. Welcome to our fourth anniversary, episode number 534 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two... Sir Lord Travis Wright, it almost snuck by us. We were unawares. Well, we knew that it was coming. And then whenever we recorded the Sunday show, we did the front and back on Friday. It didn't occur to us. Right. Then it did occur. Uh, it did occur to me when it was the 16th because I messaged the team and I said, "Hey, happy, you know, bad crypto idea day." And then because uh, that was on the 16th of July, back in 2017, we were having a conversation about some things that we were talking about. Like we were literally back in 2016, late 2016, 2017, we were having lots of conversations about politics about crypto, you know, about different things. Mark, because we're both in the bit of the marketing space. And then one day we were having a conversation and something hit me. I was like, man, these conversations are interesting. Like here's two broadcasters that do podcasts. And here we are having these interesting crypto conversations. I was like, hey, how long until we do the Joel and TW crypto show? Mm. And what happened next? Well, I'll tell you, but first we want to welcome you to the Bad Crypto Podcast. The show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. That's Travis Wright. I'm Joel Com, and we've got a new show sponsor, Matrix Port. If you want to earn thirty percent annualized yields on USDC, the stable coin, look no further. When you invest your digital assets with Matrix Port's one-stop financial platform app, you can choose from dozens of innovative investment products. You can earn, save, trade, invest all in one place. Learn how easy it is to earn this thirty percent annualized yield on USDC. Download the app today. Go to badco.in forward slash matrix port. Check them out. And matrix port, welcome to the Bad Crypto family. We're glad that uh, that you guys have chosen to sponsor this here show. Whoa, so what I happened? I know Kung Fu now. What happened next? Oh, the matrix port. I get it. <laughs> what happened next is when Travis sent me this little message, say, when are we going to start the Joel and TW crypto show? Uh, with his little winky face, I immediately, it, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, I'm calling you like right now. And I called him. I said, dude, we should, we should do this. This is like, let's start a show. We're not financial experts. We don't know what the hell we're talking about, but we love this stuff. We're curious about it. And you have to know that there's others out there that are curious as well that and we're not going to talk over their heads because we don't know enough to talk over their heads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like, and then we were, we were thinking about it and we were like, so what are we going to call this thing? Because it's like, you know, it's like Joel and Travis crypto show doesn't sound all that great. And, uh, and Joel, you've been, you've been paying attention to what the, the, some Christian podcast. Yeah. There was a show that I used to listen to called the bad Christian podcast. And it was these guys that, uh, weren't afraid to question the status quo of the religious establishment. And, and I really admire that about them because it's very easy to get indoctrinated to believe that things are just, this is the way they are. And I love that they ask questions and they, they took a lot of flack for it because, you know, they were questioning the status status quo. And I thought, well, we're bad crypto because we not because we're questioning the status quo, but because we're just a couple of guys that, you know, aren't financial advisors. We're not crypto experts. We barely have learned how to buy and, you know, sell and trade Bitcoin and Ethereum and a couple other coins. But we have no business you know, telling people what to do and never would. But we wanted to talk to all the fascinating people in the space and have it peppered with our personalities, which are, you know, even though we're both, you know, middle-aged guys, we're like 
you know, kids at heart. We make fart jokes and we like to tell bad dad jokes. And what a great way to just be who we are and relate to regular people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's 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 definitely been a journey. You know, when we started thinking about it, yeah, the bad crypto, we're not experts yet. But I, I'm so bad at crypto. I mean, I lost 55 Bitcoin before we even started doing the crypto show. So <laughs> that's so we're we are right on brand right from the get go. And, you know, so we've done now what? This is the episode number 533. We also did, uh, I believe, 60 of those ICO spotlights. So we, when we were, you know, in 2017 and 18, when all those crypto projects were coming out, we were like, look, we don't want to necessarily include these in as regular shows because they're just kind of, maybe people just want to hear the news and hear us interview folks, but they don't want to hear about these projects. Some people did. We interviewed a lot of really great projects, but you, you, you figure... Those 60 different ones, plus the 533, plus a bunch of other different ones that were unnumbered or like a 0.5. Like we've done well over 600 episodes, Joel, in these four years. And and we still get along most all the time. We rarely ever have any tips except when I'm being a little bitch. And on top of that, you know, we are 75 or so episodes into the Nifty show. Like we're, you know, for a while, when we first started, Bad Crypto was, all right, we're learning, come along with us. And if you, you know, for fun, go back to BCP number one through 10, you know, what is Bitcoin? What is blockchain? What is Litecoin? What is Ethereum? Where we're just exploring and learning what these things are. And of course, over time, we transition to doing interviews and uh, these ICO and crypto spotlights and some bonus episodes. But we have recorded a lot of content together and became content beasts. We didn't give up during the crypto downturn, right? Because we started in July and that's like right at the beginning of that massive bull run that took Bitcoin from two from like a thousand or so up to almost 20,000. And then we buckled in and we rode the damn thing down to 3,500. And there was a few opportunists who I won't name, (coughs) Ty Lopez, who created shows during the bull run, but then, you know, stopped when crypto was down. And you could tell that, you know, they're opportunists. Uh, We stuck with it. We continued creating content. I think the least amount of shows we ever did in a week was two. But even now, we're still content beasts. We're doing two bad crypto episodes a week and two nifty shows a week and a biweekly hero report community meeting for the fans of our NFTs. Like we have not stopped talking. 700 and some odd when you you, you include all of those. Plus, you know, we also did a a brief uh, bad boys of tech as we were, you know, because we had did that with Stuart Rogers. I think we did like 20 some odd episodes of that maybe. And so, yeah, we've probably 800 and some odd episodes we've done. And roughly, I would say it seems like, especially if you're including the Hero Report and all of those, we're doing about 200 shows a year. Okay, let's do some, I'm going to do some math here. I've got my handy dandy calculator. Let's say we've done 700 episodes. I'm going to be conservative. 700 episodes times 60 minutes. That's 42,000 minutes, right? So let, let's say 720 hours, basically uh, 700, let's say 700 hours. You divide that by a day. That is almost 30 days of content nonstop. If you were to go <laughs> around the clock, a month of content. If you were to start at episode one now and not yeah. do anything else for the next 30 days, and even in your sleep, we're talking to you that it would take you a month to listen to everything that we've put out there. So in the last four years, we've created 148 of that complete time we did as talking. But that's a lot of words. Like, can you even imagine like how many words per episode? We've said millions and millions of words. If it was your job to listen to the show for eight hours a day, okay, five days a week, it would it, no, let's say seven days a week. All right. If it was your job to listen to the show for eight hours, seven days a week, it would take you three months on your job. Uh, real kudos to those of you who have stuck with us from the beginning, because uh, the fact that you're still here is just amazing to us. And we're, we're really grateful. We've had so much fun and we've interviewed so many amazing people, Travis. Like when you we have uh, our, our producer, Aaron, keeps a spreadsheet of every show 
that, you know, we've done from episode one all up to today with the topics and the guests we've had on it. And it's it's like a walk down memory lane when you look. One of the the earliest uh, luminaries in the space we had on was in episode number 28. It was Roger Ver. Now, hold on. Um, hold on. Actually, I'm looking at this right here on the spreadsheet, Joel. Mm-hmm. Look at our look at our first six guests that we had on actually first seven, eight guests, nine guests. Wow. Our first few guests were just unbelievable. On episode number 10, we interviewed Jed McKayla, the guy who created Stellar, was one of the mm-hmm. founders of Ripple and created Mount Gox, right? Our second interview we had was on episode 29, as you mentioned, Roger Ver. Then we had Peter Schiff, mm-hmm. Max Kaiser. Chris Dunn, Patrick Byrne of, of, uh, of Overstock, and, the other side, and then J.R. Willett, the guy who built the first ICO. And then we had James Altucher. Right. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Like those first eight guests, those are for the first, and our first 50 episodes, though, we only had those eight guests. Right. We didn't right. have more guests. We were doing more conversating about education around the space. We were doing more, con- and I think people really enjoyed that. And so I think they, you know, they like the, the news when we're talking about the news or when we're just, you know, having conversations. I think I think that whenever we were doing that, most people said they loved us when we were talking conversations more so than we were doing any other type of concert. Mm-hmm. And episode 54 marked uh, the first time we had a crypto chick. Uh, welcome to Naomi Brockwell, Bitcoin girl to the show. And she she brings a lovely flavor, doesn't she? I can't do her accent very well, but she's just she's just delightful. We should have her back. We haven't chatted with her. Yeah, we haven't chatted with with Naomi in a while. And uh, not not too far down the road, episode number 60 is when we encountered the, uh, uh, what's the word, infamous Ronnie Moass, who for a time became a friend of the show and one of the most frequent guests on the show. I think he did, was it five, six, seven times? Uh, Joel, I was on the podcast, I believe, almost seven times. Except I got kicked off that one time. <laughs> yeah, that's all drama of its own. Hey, uh, I don't know how Travis feels. Actually, I probably do. But Ronnie, love you and hope you're well and, and hope uh, hope you're prospering. Nothing nothing personal here. He's so angsty. Like he gets so upset about things. Uh, yeah. And then uh, yeah, shit happens. He had he had some tough times for sure with his the gold project he was he was talking about. Dig. I still have bag of dig somewhere. A, a oh, big yeah. bag of dig that's big, you know big. a worthless nice. bag of dig. Uh Charlie Lee was on the mm-hmm. show back in episode 56. Stan Larimer talking about bit shares in episode 64. And uh, Brad Garlinghouse of Ripple was on at 67. And you and I just interviewed the CTO of yep. uh, Ripple, and that's coming up in an episode here in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Yep. Yeah, no, I, that was awesome. Considering in the first 100 episodes, some of the amazing, we interviewed Stan Larimer, um, right, who bit shares, and Dan Larimer is his son, right? And Dan Larimer's built all these amazing cryptos. Justin Wu, we had him on. Uh, we also had uh, uh, Laura Shin for her only time ever being on that crypto. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a great person. She's very smart in the space. And then we also had John Tossel on which was unbelievable. Ian Bolina, we had Amanda B. Johnson on the show. And uh, number 100, oh, we had we had Tone Vase on. And then episode number 100, we had the one and only John McAfee. The inimitable, late, great John McAfee. Hope you guys have had a chance to listen to the tribute episode. Really happy with the way that came out uh, just a week or so ago. You just go back here in the archives and uh, and locate that and uh, he did deliver some of the most incredible content and uh controversial though he was this is why we welcomed him back you know the the dude's heart was in the right place he wanted uh people to prosper in liberty and freedom and felt that crypto was um a great channel an avenue for that to happen. And look at this. You go down the road just a little bit further. We're still in 2000, early 2018. Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, came on the show. Tim Draper came on. What, a, what an amazing roster. Of course, it just goes on. I don't think we should read the whole roster of people that have been on the show. Yeah. But Well, then Tim like, Draper finally came on, too, within the first year of us being mm-hmm. on the show. Like, so if you look at our first year of being on the show, we're kind of cruising through here and and we had Marshall Long, Jimmy Song, and Patrick Byrne came on again. Charlie Schramm, Mate, Toke. Well, look at that. There we go. That was a, the first year 
we ended up doing 156 episodes of just bad crypto along with the 60 ICO episodes. So in that first year, we did roughly almost 220 episodes. Let, let me tell you, here's a little bit more of pioneering that took place on our part. Although we didn't exactly know what we had at the time, we just knew it needed to be covered. Episode number 59, Crypto Kitties craziness. It was the first week in December of 2017 that CryptoKitties came out um, NFTs. Now, they weren't the first NFTs. Curio cards were the first, followed by uh, CryptoPunks. I almost said BroPunks. Not true. CryptoPunks. Um, but CryptoKitties was the first one that got any even mainstream attention at all, even in the crypto world. And we picked up on it immediately. Travis proceeded to lose some kitties because that's what he does. They're still out there, probably all gone to meow, feed, feed me. Somebody love me. Meow. Yeah. Uh, but we saw NFTs and we said, whoa, this is cool. I can get this, this generative one of a kind crypto kitty with its own properties and I can mate it like with another one. I can sire this thing and it'll create a new one. There's something here that's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it looks like right there on episode 66, we interviewed the folks from CryptoKitties themselves, right? So, and they weren't called, they weren't Dapper Labs then. They were some, they were some other name at the time. What were they? What was it? Yeah, they had some weird name. Well, here's how you figure out, you know, you can go to any of our shows. If you type badco.in forward slash show number, it takes you there. So I just did badco.in forward slash 66. And the team was Axiom Zen. That was that was the team Axiom Zen uh, that then became Dapper Labs and uh, Crypto Kitties, you know, still sell today. Uh, they've they've gotten a lot more creative with what they're doing with them. And um, they're what brought us down the NFT rabbit hole. And I don't think, you know, that I, I don't know that we were really paying uh, closer attention to NFTs again until we decided to create our own. Uh, we'll cover that when we get to early 2020, though. So check us out. Axiom Zen still exists. They've created a few different apps, uh, a few different businesses, five separate independent businesses, one of which is Dapper Labs, which has created NBA Top Shot. They've also created Toby, which is bookmarks that are it's something better than bookmarks. It's a, a browser tab tool. That's a separate business. They got a Zen Hub, which is project management for GitHub. They've got Routific, which is scaling your home deliveries and delighting your customers. So they've built several different businesses, Joel, out of Axiom Zen, only one of which is NFT related, interestingly enough. How about that? But they're all Zen. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Think Zen? I don't think so. You know, it was uh, also in 2017 that because the podcast took up so quickly and there just there wasn't another show like this. There were other great podcasts out there in crypto, you know, Laura Shin being one of them, but they were way more serious and way more informed. Right. I mean, our guests are almost always informed. We're not always informed, but Laura, you know, asked really great questions. And and some of this content was more for technical. Uh, But from, you know, our point of view, we were having all this content and the show took off. And at the same time, we're having all these companies that are saying, we want to come on your show. Well, why do you want to come on the show? Because we want to talk about X, Y, and Z and about our company, right? So they wanted mm-hmm. to come on to basically pitch. So we thought, you know what? There's so many companies here that are doing these ICOs and they want to come on and they pitch. This needs to be sponsored. Now, we didn't want to take traditional sponsors. Like we have always said no to ads from Casper Mattresses or Audible.com, any of those mainstream non-crypto companies doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. We've just always said no to them because we want any of the sponsors on this show to be related directly to crypto. And we've always been super transparent with you guys that we always tell you when we're getting paid, when we're advisors, when a segment is sponsored, because if you'll notice, go back through our shows and you will never see us ever pimping a coin or token and saying, go buy this. In fact, 
will always tell you, don't buy this just because you're listening to us. Go do your own due diligence. And and we're not financial advisors. So make your own decisions with your own money. And so we were totally willing to vet projects and bring them on the show to talk about what they were doing. Some of them uh, from 2017 still in existence, Sir Lord Travis. Yeah, a, a lot of them are. And actually, if we're looking here at the very first episode that we did, I was actually going back and taking a look at that. Which number? Well, ICO 001. Oh, right, because well, it doesn't show up on, it's on, on the different tab. Okay, I see it now. Yeah. yeah badco.in, ICO 001, I think is how we named those at the time. Let's see if they pop up. Yep, here it is. Horizon State, Block RX, and Power Ledger. Horizon State was working on voting, Power Ledger is working on creating power and using solar and different stuff. And then BlockRx was using uh, for changing up the pharmaceutical industry, which still needs to be changed up, quite frankly. Uh, and Horizon State and Power Ledger are still around, still doing stuff, right? Horizon State is? I thought that they got okay. shut down. I thought that they, they had, to, I think they had to close down for some reason beyond their control. But uh, yeah, we've had a lot of interesting projects on over the years. And um, it would be interesting to see which one of them, you know, which have survived and uh, in which haven't because it's like any other business, right? When you've got a startup, what is it? 2% of startups don't make it past two years, Mm -hmm. something like that. Uh, But there were so many companies that wanted to be on the show. And so we accepted them on the show as sponsored crypto spotlights. Uh, Most of them, Uh, A lot of them that didn't make it, we actually never got anything because we let them come on, you know, under the assumption that once they uh, their token was out, we would get some tokens. So we would have bags of uh, of worthless shit coins um, now for a lot of them. But it was always interesting to hear what they were working on and their plans for moving blockchain forward, with the one exception that we make fun of regularly and actually called them out on the sponsored episode. I mean, we weren't here to pitch projects. We were here to share them and ask them the tough questions. And there was one project, which you cannot find now because it never got anywhere. I don't know how it crossed, you know, got past the gatekeepers to get on the show. But uh, Travis, you remember Ehotech? Yeah, how was Ehotech? How was Eho spelled? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was E-H-O. Pretty sure it was E-H-O-T-E-C. Um, if, if I type in Ehotech ICO, uh, I see nothing. It wouldn't surprise me if they, you know, totally have evaporated from the uh, the, the Internet. But they <laughs> I busted their balls so big. I remember it was the first I was like, are you serious? Like, why do you need to do an ICO? And they're like, because we need to raise money. I'm like, you need to raise money, and we'll then go to, you know, go to the Kentucky Derby. And well, well tell, tell people we, what it was. We haven't yes. described. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a it was a uh, a horse saddle that had Fitbit technologies built into it to keep track of the the animal to see are you putting too much pressure on a certain part of the animal are you leaning back and you're putting too much on the hindquarters or are you and I, and I was like well why do you need money because like, we need to raise money for this and i'm like well then why do you got to put this on blockchain because like because we need to raise money and i'm like because you need to raise money i go i think i said this so what you need to do is you need to go to churchill downs at the kentucky derby and go find some colonel sanders looking motherfucker to give you some money <laughs> You don't need to be doing a damn ICO on blockchain. This has nothing to do with blockchain. What? Are you serious? Who booked this one? Who booked this guy? <laughs> well, I think I think we knew we weren't ever going to see any tokens from this anyway, because it was it wasn't a thing. It, it wasn't it wasn't a thing. So, uh, you know, we can't always have winners on here, but I guess we could say that that was uh, for the less crypto serious. Uh, we've uh, also, I'll never forget them. Mm -mm. And, uh, one final eat a bag of dicks to those guys. We've, we've also used the show to talk about our experiences on the, uh, on blockchain alley. And one of them that is now infamous happened in episode number 41, uh, that summarized Travis getting hacked. Uh, he Mm -hmm. was on 
T-Mobile. Is that right? Yeah, I was on T-Mobile. Yeah, why don't you kind of do to give us the short version of what happened there again? Right, yeah. So badco.in forward slash zero four one if you want to hear a classic Travis rant. <clears throat> and then there's also part two of the story. I believe it was on episode shortly thereafter. I don't remember exactly. I think it might have been maybe 43 or 44. One of them, I, I, I did part two of it, right? I, I, I resolved it. And so basically... Um, I'm I'm in bed one night and I my phone's no, acting weird. Nobody cares that you're in bed. No, I was in bed and I get this message <laughs> on my phone and it was like and my internet LTE wasn't working. I was like, no, I know I paid my bill. And then I get a text that says, "Thank you, thank you for calling in or something." It, it said something. Hope we handle everything for your best customer service. And I was like, well, that is weird. And then uh, wake up in the morning because that was like two in the morning or something. So I was like, well, that's bizarre. And then I look at my phone the next day. I still don't have LTE. So I reboot my phone. And then I look at that message again with clear brain. And I said, oh, shit, I just been sim hacked. I, I bet they've sim swapped me. Somebody has. Like, it's my phone is not working. I can't call anyone. It's not working. I know my bill was paid. And so I have to go downstairs and, and get on Skype and call into uh, to T-Mobile. To to see what happened. And basically somebody called up T-Mobile pretending they were me, switched my phone number to their phone. And then they were then able to reset my Gmail, able to reset my Twitter, able to reset my Apple and another email address because they were trying to get into my Coinbase, which I, you know, we, we say don't keep your cryptos on exchanges. I don't keep my crypto on my exchanges. Plus I had two-factor authentication, I believe turned on to Coinbase or something because they couldn't get into Coinbase. And um, then, then so I, get, I call up T-Mobile, I said, I bitch them out. I'm like, are you serious? Because this is what happened to Michael Turpin. Michael Turpin had somebody SIM swap his phone, but then they were able to reset and then get into his crypto and then steal $20 million worth of crypto. Uh, well, they could have got into my crypto and they wouldn't have, even if I had all of my crypto in there and all of my EHO tech shit coins, like they weren't going to get anywhere near Anywhere near that number, <clears throat> but I finally got my phone number back, and then I I get my Gmail back first, and then I see my Twitter's hacked horribly with like nude photos <clears throat> that were on my phone, like that had been uploaded to Gmail or something to do Google Photos. Some girl had sent me some photos, and I'm like, oh shit! And those those were now on my Twitter, and I was like, oh, I I know I know whose boobs those are, and what are they doing on my Twitter? And um, that, so that was weird. And then so deleted all that, get my Twitter back. And then I realized, wait a second, I he had my Apple ID also, but I hadn't I hadn't gotten that one back. He literally logged into his iPhone with my ID. And then once I got my ID back, I could see where my iPhone was. <clears throat> and I saw my iPhone was in Worth, Illinois, at whatever highway. I saw the exact point where my phone was. And uh, so uh, I just basically deleted his phone and locked his phone. And <laughs> then he started tweeting me the next day from a devil account. And I had a friend who um, I had a friend who was some, some deep web guy. And he was able to figure out based on that account and where it was and what this person's uh, Instagram account was. And then so I started tweeting pictures of him and his girlfriend kissing on Twitter and he was freaking out. And uh, I got him, I, I, I sent him a message and call me King Daddy and apologize. And then I'll unlock your phone. <laughs> classic. Absolutely classic. You guys can go hear the whole story in that, uh, that episode. Dude, the cops wouldn't do nothing. I call up Worth Police and they're worth less. They're going to literally say, there's nothing we can do. And I'm like, are you shitting me? I know exactly who stole my phone. And it turns out there is a community college there that trains people for cybersecurity. And so there's a lot of hackers built uh, right there outside of Worth, Illinois. And uh, I was like, dude, I know who your teacher is. I'm calling your mom and dad. Like, he was freaking out. This kid was like 20 years old. And uh, he goes, I'm sorry. He apologized. He goes, I'm so sorry. I was just trying to steal your Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's a cool brother. Well, it's, it's got a happy ending, fortunately. Yeah. So we we had a lot of other interesting types of topics that we would cover on the show. Uh, you know, one of the things we did around our first anniversary was start a um, uh, an edition of the show called Talking Tokens. Because oh, yes. some who didn't didn't a guy call us like and say we were Travis and Joe's? Are you hired? 
uh, no, somebody. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hired somebody and uh, off of like Fiverr or something. And we're like, all right, give us some different talking things, right? And we're, we're doing talking tokens with Travis and Joel. And so like, it, he was just like as literal as possible. And if we could find that, talking tokens was Travis and Joe's. Like they were just so funny. So we got one of those sounds. <laughs> it turned into its own hilarious thing. So Travis and Joe's. <laughs> talking tokens with Travis and Joe's. <laughs> we did that we also did uh the crypto roulette show i remember it's like what do we what do we want to talk about this week you know what if we just randomly picked a coin from uh from coin market cap and looked it up on the fly and just you know evaluated it at first glance and that and and actually there's been requests for us to do that again it was a lot of fun because it's very yeah. spontaneous so you don't know what you're going to get uh, well, which especially is especially now like maybe what we should do an nft talking oh i like a bunch that. Of that and we can just go what's this one we can go look you know we did a uh, a two dudes talking crypto show as well on episode 90 with that song that you got downloaded got created two dudes talking crypto it's two dudes talking wait I, I think producer aaron's gonna play that right now two dudes talking crypto two dudes talking crypto joel and travis are just two dudes talking crypto oh yeah and and we got creative on our own musically well i don't want to bastardize the word musically but <laughs> when bitcoin was spiking that first time in 2017 with that oh i'm gonna get a uh a, a soundtrack to uh bye 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 you know the we were back driving back from we were driving back from aspen from mm, that one event, that's right and uh i think we were we, some song came on the radio and you and i just started riffing on lyrics and we we're like that would be hilarious we should we should turn that into a song and so you and I literally rewrote the lyrics while driving back to your place in Denver. They're on High Street. And uh, we, I wrote out all the lyrics. And then by the time we got there, we downloaded the track and then we recorded it there. And then we sent out like, so that was an in-person write it and then record it and then release it like within 24 hours. And yeah, it, it's out there on the YouTubes and on the podcast channels. If you just look, uh, I mean, at your own peril. You know, look for it. It's not good. Uh, it's but, bye, bye, bye. B u y b u y b u y. But it is us singing. So it there's, there's. I that. think it's funny, and that's one too. reason I think people like the show is because we're not afraid to do crazy shit. Like now, if we were to do that, it would be an NFT. It would totally be an NFT. Maybe we need an <laughs> NFT song. You know, we also used to do another thing that we haven't done in a long time. And that's travel um, and speak at events and MC events. And so uh, you would frequently get an episode of us live from, you know, a different event where we would have guests on stage, whether it was uh, World CryptoCon or uh, what was the Ether event that we did in um, in Denver? Oh, it was ETH Denver. It was ETH Denver. Yeah. Yeah, we did one of the very first ones we did, I think, was a D10E. I think that was the mm -hmm. first one that you did. You went to a DTNA out in California first. Yeah. And so we would have episodes that, you know, we're live and we're meeting people at events. The last live event we were at together would have been North American Bitcoin Conference in January of 2020. Nope. Last no? event that we would have been to was uh, NFT NYC. Oh, that's right. In New York City. Yep. Um, right before, was that February? I think it was in February. It seems to me that yeah, must it was like been. near 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 uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah, it must have been. Okay, so those two, and it was at, um, it was right before North American Bitcoin that we decided, hey, we should create an NFT because we're getting a booth at the North American Bitcoin conference. You're looking at me funny. Why? No, I just recorded. I just take a photo of us. Oh, okay. Uh, you look. You look actually really angry. I'm smiling. Uh, oh, look angry I'm pissed off. I'm crypto furious. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, crypto furious. I talked to him on on LinkedIn. He said he was going to call back in, but he lied to us. He needs to call in. Crypto furious, call in. We miss you. His dude would call in. He's like, because we, you know, this is the show for the crypto serious and the crypto curious. And he was crypto furious. I'm so mad that Bitcoin's down. Anyway, back in the early days, people would call in our phone a lot. And now nobody hardly ever calls it. 
Well, we don't really give out the number very much. I mean, it's it's very rare that we give out 708-885-9030. I mean, it's like once every 20 episodes, we even invite people to call. So yeah. there's the Bad Crypto Hotline, 708-885-9030. It's open 24-7. Uh, you can order a hamburger and fries. You won't get anything, but you can order them. This? How about this? Call in and tell us some of your favorite memories from the show. And maybe yeah. we can include those in another episode here in upcoming where we'll take a few of those and, and just kind of uh, a waltz down memory lane. Because here we are now on year number five. Like, if you think about it, like, we're, we're, we're into year number five now. We've, and just think, we did six months of 2017, all of 18, 19, 20, and then half of 21. We've already been doing this show four or five years, parts of five years, and now we're on to five years. So please. Call us 708-885-9030 and tell us what were some of your favorite memories, favorite interviews, favorite funny moments that just really cracked you up or, or, or brought you joy or entertained you over these the past four years. And for the record, we're not going to shower until we stop doing the show. So, you know, it could we smell pretty bad after. Five. Well, I got a pool now. So let's jump back to 2020 again. We decided, hey, why don't we do something special for those who visit us at our booth at the conference? And we created an Ethereum based commemorative token for Bitcoin North America and also uh, Washington Elite. Right. Didn't we do. We had two conferences back to back. We went to Washington. Yeah. And then Washington we went, Elite was the first one. So that was technically NFT 000. It was just kind of a test. There's only 10 of those in existence. Folks. Those are, yeah, those are rare. Those are hard to come by. And basically, what we did is say, hey, we'll scan your wallet and we'll drop this NFT. And that's when gas, you know, was under a dollar to drop somebody an NFT, right? It was negligible. You wouldn't think about it's twice about dropping somebody an NFT. And we did. And then uh, we decided, hey, why don't we take these NFTs we're creating and make them to commemorate certain episodes of the show? So, you know, if we had uh, Peter McCormick on or we had Ron Paul on, let's let's make an NFT around that. And if you want to claim it, you go to this, put in your form with your name, your email and your Ethereum wallet. And uh, and our friend Patricia Worthalder at uh, the POAP app uh, would drop those for us again before gas went through the roof. Right. So we were we've been doing NFTs for more than a year and a half, following them for three and a half years, but making our own as pioneers. And it was last um, spring, the lockdowns came right. COVID hit. Events got canceled and we were stuck with our microphones and nothing to do except be creative. And so you and I decided, hey, let's put on a show. <laughs> we're like, hey, we're not going to events. And you know that these big um, events are going to transition to the virtual web. So why don't we beat them to it? Because we're <laughs> nimble. We just uh -huh. we, we we in 30 days from time of inception to launch, we pulled off probably the biggest virtual blockchain week that there's been um, to date and since. And it was the very first we because we realized we said, OK, consensus is going to be happening in mid-May. You know, they were going to do it. That was going to be an in-person event. Hey, is that your air conditioner taking a piss over there? <laughs> it's not. It, it's off. What do I hear? I got a fan blowing on me because it's hot as balls over here. Oh, it's... Ready to go switch. Tra Travis is having issues with his air conditioner, so... Yeah, the, the air conditioner guy's coming tomorrow. So in, in Puerto Rico, they have different air conditioners. Like, you, you fit one for each room but they're not like the window units. They're like their own. This is the same kind that are all over Eastern Europe. I've noticed mm -hmm. <clears throat> and all over Europe. And, uh, but somehow like this one right here, keeps the whole bottom floor pretty much cool. But what it's doing right now, if I turn it on, it's good for about 15, 20 minutes. Then I hear it kind of groan. It kind of goes, grr, grr, and then it goes, and it's like shoots air conditioning jizz water all over the floor. It's spurt. Like, I wish I had video because it was like, uh. <laughs> it was like, it just got all. Does the air conditioner car. then go, ah. Uh. It's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> air conditioning. And uh, no, seriously, I was like, what in the fuck? And it was, it's, it did like a good, it, it was pretty impressive. It did about 10 big spurts and then it started just dribbling. 
but I had a bowl. I was getting I was like, what in the hell is this? Like, so the air conditioning guy's coming tomorrow to fix my air conditioning. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Puerto Rican Air Conditioning Association. By Charlie. <laughs> so what were you what were you saying? <laughs> I don't know. I was you brought it up. You're like, what is I heard it? That? I was like, what is going on there? Well, it's been I, going the whole time as it hasn't changed. I, I just heard just it now. There. My ears okay. just fine tuned to it. Oh, so we were talking about virtual blockchain week. So oh, yeah, God. we that put was one together. time we wanted to kill each other because uh, yeah. whenever you when you decide when you decide, you know, oh, let's do a conference where we're bringing in like uh, we're doing five days long worth of conference, four hours worth where we're going to have a, a main speaker every thirty minutes and then panels and shit like and organizing that and then building the website and putting, you can still go to virtualblockchainweek.com and look how extravagant that website is. There's so much work that was done on that. And then so much work by Joel and Aaron, like organizing, getting people to agree and then people to come on at certain times. Oh my God, it was so stressful. By the time that was done, like I, all my, my, my hair turned gray. I was angry. I needed, I needed some, I needed some Xanax. Yeah, well, we survived. It was a great event, but yeah, we almost killed each other uh, that week. And the rest of the team almost killed us too, you know, because everybody was uh, was on the mark. But in the end, it came off great. Um, it, it worked beautifully. People really enjoyed the content and we beat all of the others to the punch on it. But after that, it was like, well, now what? You know, nobody's going anywhere. And this is, uh, it, it was actually, it was a little bit before virtual blockchain week that I, I came to you with the idea of doing character-based NFTs, right? Yeah, we, we, you came to me and you said, hey, what if we like create these little cartoon figures and we put them on OpenSea and we call them blockchain buddies? <clears throat> and I was like, blockchain buddies? And like, <laughs> there's this notorious gay bar in Kansas City called Buddies. And I was like, no, we're not calling it blockchain buddies. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it just made me laugh. And, uh, and I was like, what do we do like blockchain rock stars? Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. no, no, you no, you came to me and you said that. And, and I go, um, I go, interesting. Oh, what? Kind of like garbage pail kids? Right. Right. Kind of like garbage pail kids. And, and so I was like, yeah. And like two weeks after that, we're post virtual blockchain week uh, is when the garbage pail kids came out with their inaugural set of cards on the wax blockchain. And we were both familiar with wax from before from OP skins, but we did. This was the first time we saw the transition that they made to being an NFT platform where you could easily mint and market your NFTs. And once we saw the mechanism that was created for the tops garbage pail kids and how you would buy a pack of cards and then inside you didn't know just like a real pack of cards and you'd open them and out would come, you know, nasty Nick and Adam bomb. Only there were these other variations that had lighting effects. We're like, Oh dude, this is what we need to be using to create our cards. And instead of calling them rock stars, why don't we pay tribute to some of the biggest names and pioneers in the crypto and blockchain world and call them blockchain heroes because people love superheroes. And that's exactly what we did. The The machine went into full gear. Uh, my son, Zach, designed the inspect out the characters. We found some great artists to create them. You and Jarek became Photoshop masters, creating these beautiful cards and variations. We built an an amazing community and our first sale took place in August of 2020. So we're coming up on the one year anniversary of blockchain heroes. And since that time, our world has been turned upside down with NFTs because we had started the nifty show, I think last June, a year ago, June, because we just passed the first anniversary of the Nifty show. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, now, uh, since that time, we have had between you and I something like eight or nine uh, products that have completely sold out. We're consulting with some of the biggest brands that are known on the face of the earth to help them with their NFTs. going to be announcing some really amazing things soon. And as much as I love bad crypto and I'm all in for, you know, what we do at this show, I would say a good 95% of my time is spent playing with NFTs. Like I'm 12 years old. Yeah. 
like we're like we're 12 years old. And, and, and by playing, I don't just mean playing. I mean, like consulting and building and, and you know, ideating and, and all of those components. No, he's like, oh, I'm really nice. How are you today? I see you. We, you should video yeah. you doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are two there are two packs of uh, Garbage Pail Kids Series 1 for sale right now. One is for $476, and the other one is for 1595 wax. Dude, I saw an opportunity. Well, that wax one, that's a that's a deal right now, isn't it? That's only like five bucks, huh? Yeah. Wait, how much? How much wax? Wax is eleven cents. No, no. How much? How many wax did you say it was? Sixteen hundred bucks. Sixteen hundred wax. Oh yeah. So I saw the the garbage pail kids market take a tumble for some reason a few months ago, and I bought like five or six of those series one packs for sixty seventy dollars each. Which what page what, what, what page do you go to get those on? Like um, Wax Stash or something? I, I either bought them on Wax Stash or um, Simple Market. GPK.market. Yeah, one of those. So a lot's changed since then. I mean, I, just like we didn't know where bad crypto was going to take us and you along with us on this journey that's now at four years, we didn't know when we started going down the NFT rabbit hole that it would take us down this road. That's just been so fun. And we're just getting started, gang, with all of it. It's all just getting started. We're still very early in the crypto world. So those of you who are here, many of you are still trying to tell your family and friends. They're asking you, what is Bitcoin? Because they don't know. Right. And, and they're asking, what are NFTs? Because they don't know. They just hear a few of the stories that come up on the news. It's all still so new. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it, I mean, we think about how new it is, you know, your concert tickets are going to be NFTs. You're going to use NFTs as sort of like smart key fobs, like we've talked about in an episode, like you have an NFT in your wallet and that's going to allow you into certain areas, you know, and if you have this NFT, then, and you're in a certain area, then you can be dropped another NFT that maybe allows you to go backstage. You know, you're going to see you know, a lot of movies and songs and stuff as NFTs and NFT players on the phone. It's sort of like your digital rights management uh, of the future. And it's coming now. And, you know, you're going to see a lot more of NFTs along with social money. And I think that's going to be huge. And then even as we go farther out in the next couple of years, I think we're going to start seeing a lot more of uh, security tokens and, uh, and a lot of stuff along those lines. That is assuming there's not a great reset and the grid collapses and the financial system collapses and world goes into Mad Max. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, as long as we're on the same trajectory that we're on, I could imagine Bitcoin continuing to rise in value and as the value decreases in value. And, you know, it's just a wild space to keep an eye on. And we've been doing it now for four years. It seems like longer than that, but we actually still seem like we're newbies in a lot of ways. I know it really, it really is very early. Uh, you know, if you're not part of our community that's, you know, active, we invite you. We've got a channel on Discord that really covers everything that's in our universe, whether it's this podcast, the Nifty Show, any of the NFT projects or anything else we're doing. It's called the Hero Discord, and you could join it for free at badco.in forward slash discord. So you can, you know, ask somebody in the Discord, how do you get Hero if you don't know? Uh, but we invite you to join us there. We're going to give away an NFT commemorating this episode in just a moment as well. But in the Discord, producer Aaron asked our members, what were their, you know, favorite episodes or memories from the show? And I thought maybe we could read a few of these. Oh, that'd be great. That's yeah. I mean, the first one is from Lord Technical Rift big friend of the show. He said, for me, it's hard to narrow down. I like the interview shows because I get to hear about new apps, tokens, projects coming into the space and can share with friends if I feel they'd be interested too. But I always look forward to the news segment each week because you guys highlight how the markets have been, talk about what's trending and give your two cents on all things. TW rants are epic. Um, I do feel that Erin needs to be on more episodes, though, to give her take on things. Maybe some news element here or there, or if you guys interview female guests. Uh, Will, why do you got to be so sexist there? Producerist. Davo870 says this. 
I tend to have a new favorite every few weeks, LOL. Uh, remembering John McAfee is my latest due to the amount of fucks he didn't give uh, people and, and how he told it exactly how he saw it. Uh, much the same reason as I enjoy listening to you two pair of clowns. Nice. He's, should, we be, should I feel offended that he just called us clowns? Only if you're Whee! easily offended. Yeah. Oh, I'm easily crypto. Oh, we are crypto clowns. Never mind. Blockchain blockheads, crypto clowns, DeFi, DoFi, nifty nerds. And, token, uh, token. What was it? The token. Token twats. To- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fierce the third wrote uh, his favorite was the good wizard, bad wizard episode straight and to the point with added clarity. Hmm. Tumblewee says my favorite guests so far have been the blue wizard and the crypto tax lawyer. Mm, Clinton Donnelly. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, let's see. Bitlord says would love to get an update from the dust project on when they'll be going to be giving dust on discord and Twitter. I think that discord is live for mining dust. You might just go to the telegram and check that out. T.me forward slash magic dust crypto to, um, to get more information on that. Mm. Koala Saiyan. Nice. So that's that's like a Super Saiyan, but it's a Koala version. Uh, having Oz Salton on the show a couple times was insightful. I ended up changing phone carriers because of him. Also, Andrew Gordon, Clinton Donnelly, plus others who have talked about Chris, uh, crypto tax on past episodes. They are a huge help. Trying to not have Uncle Sam at my door. Crypto Chicks, Naomi Brockwell. Those are some of the favorites for me. Now, Andrew Gordon was like episode 140 or something like a long time ago. And then Naomi brought like this person right here is listening to the show a long, long time. Right. Yep. We appreciate that. Thank you for being a long time listener. Uh, Crypto Moon Daddy said a more recent episode with uh, 517 with Tika uh, Tawari really got me hyped. I specifically enjoyed how it provided macro trend understanding, gave a specific product project recommendation to watch and gave perspectives on major coins and projects that most people hold. Terry says my favorite guest, I think was Samson Williams. The guy was just great to listen to on also extremely knowledgeable and episode number five, two, one with Dr. Ayush Gwar was also a lot of fun. Ayush was very much fun to listen to because he, he has a, he's from the India and, and is leading the way in the NFT is there with the NFT market. And uh, also, you know, some people wrote and they say they like the accents that we do. It, they don't, it doesn't make them re when we do the accents like we do because it's just funny to be a human being and talk another accent sometimes. Ah, that's why we like to talk in the accent because it's sometimes it adds new flavor to show. If you don't like it, that's tough shit we call KGB. They come to kill all your family. And then what do you complain about? I do not think you know what adding flavor is all about, mon ami. Flavor is from the French. We add the flavor to all the foods. We make the French fries. We make the French toast. Ah, ooh la la. Won't you just shut up over there, man? Just finish up the damn show. I mean, come on, man. We've been wasting too much damn time talking about all this shit in the past. We're talking about trying to figure out the future, not this damn past shit you're dealing with over here. You put another prawn on the barbie, mate. <laughs> Hey, you know, we are who we are and we have fun with it. And if you're offended by accents and, you know, this notion that it's cultural appropriation, we're just the wrong show for you. We're not going to change either. You change how you view it or, you know, or or just go elsewhere. You know, even the Chinese people would agree. They say, say, listen, you know, Reiki, the show, you'll go listen somewhere else. It's not good show for you. You've been here for an hour already. This is the four-year show. You go somewhere else now. Also, big shout out to guys that buy CryptoPod. They've been doing heavy lifting in crypto content creation for a very long time. And very well worth listening. Subscribe. They're worth your time. Bravo, gentlemen. I appreciate you, says Jason Nelson it, without that accent. Probably. And he doesn't look like he's uh, Asian either. <laughs> the picture of the guy with the feedback. I'm like, this is not an Asian man. So he'd be, he'd be very surprised to find out that he talked like this. <laughs> Jason, go go to mama and dad say, mama, dada, let me, let me look at you. you what know? is the story? What is the story? <laughs> uh, the story is it's been a great ride and uh, we're not planning on going away. Well, they- no, we just, we just, hold on. We just heard, oh, they've canceled us. Oh, okay. They've, oh, 
So yeah, this is the last show. Sorry guys, they have been canceled. Oh, we made well, too many jokes. Go find another show to listen to. Okay. Not funny. Something anyway. less next week. I mean, just keep this in your thing though. We might do another one. We have listened to your show. We are with the council of no saying things you're not supposed to say on the podcasts. And we have ways of making you not say things. It's great to be a Scottish Lord, mates. I gotta say, it's been a big pleasure. It, by the way, we in for those that you know are, might be new. If you've made it this far and you're new, then your congratulations, you're a fan. Um, yeah. Usually, we do a new show each week and an interview show each week, and then we do two nifty shows. Uh, one of them focused on news, and one of them live. And by the way, for those of you listening um, that tune into the nifty show we actually have a new uh, live production assistant that's going to be helping to up our game on the nifty show with some cool graphics and you know letting us focus on speaking with the guests rather than the technical aspects and we are live every thursday at five o'clock eastern two o'clock pacific and some other time in the world depending upon the time zone that you may be in at nifty.show forward slash youtube and uh, Trev, you have created a special commemorative NFT for the Bad Crypto fourth anniversary. Do you want to talk about what it is you've created? Sure thing. So I created a commemorative NFT for the fourth anniversary. Yeah. And, and what did you, you, you were in, <laughs> how were you inspired? Uh, so basically, I took the teasers that were said over the years, uh, did uh, word frequency analysis picked out the words that were said the most, got rid of all the numbers and the silly words like the, and, and whatever, the articles, and created a little graphic from that. Then took that graphic into Photoshop and animated it and made a fun little graphic for, uh, for this right here. So uh, we, wanted, we wanted to give you guys an NFT, something fun, because it's anniversary, and uh, wanted to make it, make it uh, relevant to the show. So four years. Only four NFTs available, so you got to be quick. Uh, that is not true. You actually have <laughs> 72 hours from the time this episode drops to go to this form, badco.in forward slash four, spelled out F-O-U-R, badco.in forward slash four. Fill out the form on four with your name and your wax wallet address. If you don't have a wax wallet address, go get one for free at wax.io. It will literally take you less than 60 seconds to have your address. And that becomes your wallet so that we can airdrop you an NFT. Once the offer is closed, you won't be able to fill out the form anymore. And I will airdrop random mints to the wallets of those of you who have requested one, one per person, please. Um, not eligible where you're not eligible. Yeah, so make sure that you put your right address in. Your your wax address will be four or five characters and then dot W-A-M usually. Um, and so if you don't put that in correctly, then you're not going to get it. And then you're going to be like, oh, I didn't get my NFT. Well, that's because you didn't put it in correctly. Because if you screw it up on the form, it's going to eliminate your, your, your address in the list and you won't get one. So just make sure you copy it correctly and paste it in. Otherwise, never going to get it, never going to get it, never yeah. going to get it, never going to get it. Sometimes an I and an L and a one, they all kind of look the same. So if you're typing it in, it might not work. So you might want to copy and paste it. So if your uh, wallet is IL1 <laughs> dot wham. I, I dot wham, your host, yeah, bro. You could be really screwed. Uh, thanks again for listening. And Sir Lord Travis Wright, thanks for going with me on this journey. This uh, show would not be bad crypto without us by each other's side here. No, no, no. Thanks for going with me on the journey. Okay. And, and thanks to all of you for going with us on the journey. And we'll catch you on the next time. Until then, do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keep it nifty. No, that wrong show. Oh, right, right, right. Brush your teeth. Yeah. Wipe your ass. Wa <laughs> Wash your dog. <laughs> Eat corn. <laughs> there it was. I was waiting for that. <laughs> And of course, stay bad. Who's bad? The bad.
Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Never gonna get it, 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 never gonna get it. No NFT for you. Because you didn't fill out the form right. You put your Ethereum address and we don't send to Ethereum anymore because the gas fees are way too high. Screw Ethereum. Screw Ethereum. Screw Ethereum. Screw Ethereum. 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 Corn.